What's up, guys? Welcome to the Radio Play Today podcast, where we are interviewing and getting to know the hottest artists from around the globe. Now, since all of our artists are worldwide, all these interviews will take place via phone. We're excited to get into the interview with our next artist, so enjoy the show. We'll talk to you guys soon. Radio Play today, I have my friend Charles Burkhouse on the line. Charles, tell our listeners a little bit about where you're from and what you got going on. How are you doing, Zach? Thanks for having me today. Um, yeah, so my name is Charles Burkhouse. I'm actually from a small coal mining town uh, near Pittsburgh called Westmoreland City. And I'm a, a dance music producer and slash uh, DJ. That's awesome, man. What got you into producing dance music? Well, <clears throat> so I always loved uh, I always loved electronic music, and when I was a kid, it's kind of dating myself. Uh, I, Battlestar Galactica, uh, I used to watch that all the time. I'm a big sci-fi fan. Nice. And when they when they went into their club, there the you know a lot of the music was this futuristic electronic music, and that's kind of how I got into it. You know, I grew up listening to Kraftwerk, uh, Pet Shop Boys, Erasure. And I was just really fascinated how through technology, you know, you could get these awesome, awesome sounding songs, you know, really cool. Yeah, it's pretty interesting, right? When when you started making music, like, how long was it between when you were watching these shows and when you actually started creating music? Oh, my goodness. Um, so I would say I was a kid, uh, um, you know, when I was a kid in elementary school all the way through high school, I, I really was in uh, into more or less playing trumpet and in band, that kind of thing. Mm. Um, but w- it was really once I graduated um, that I started getting into the synthesizers and, and putting that stuff together. So that was kind of you know, dating myself here. I was the late 80s. Um, and I was fortunate enough to have a little bit of money and I, I bought an Emacs sampler and that was a big deal. You know, it was one of the first kind of devices that came out where you could actually, you know, through an audio input sample, whatever sounds you wanted to. And that, that device also had a sequencer in it. Um, so then you could kind of make patterns and so forth. Um, and that's kind of how it all started. I would say I was probably in my later teens when, when I was doing that. That thing changed the game, though, huh? For sure. Emacs was like, the, it was the shit is, you know, it was a pretty big deal, you know. And then I also, um, I ended up getting another synthesizer after that, which was an Insonic uh, ESQ-1. And that had a bunch of different synthesis in it. Um, and then this was when MIDI first came out. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with that. It's MIDI, it's Musical Instrument Digital Interface. And through a cable system and addressing, you would literally... Uh, plug the devices into each other and give them an address and you could basically you know you could talk from one instrument to the next so you could do your whole production via the via the the, the synthesizer that's driving a sequencer you know yeah and just swap out the instruments sure yeah it's very similar to like the modular devices today you know like before it used to be the whole synthesizer that used to weigh about the size of an anchor you know yeah <laughs> Man, that's awesome. So you're a true electronic music OG. Oh, man, I love that stuff, man. It's interesting, you know, because I used to have all these synths and record in Cubase and then, you know, time advanced, obviously. And, you know, basically with a computer now, you can have all the VSTs within it, you know, already part of the software, if you will, really. You just map them through the software and 
the synthesis and, and that kind of thing is done right within the computer itself. So, you know, you kind of went to the days from recording into a computer and producing it to basically now everything's done within one unit. That's pretty fascinating. Even now, nowadays with an iPad, you can use GarageBand or that kind of thing, you know? It's pretty insane how quick the technology just keeps advancing. It's like you said, you used to walk around with an anchor and, you know, you, you couldn't even walk around with it. You probably had to have 10 people help you get it to your house. And now you can produce on your phone if you want to. It's pretty crazy. It's, it's pretty crazy. It's pretty insane. So do you... What do you use to produce now? Do you still have your synths? Are you primarily working with like a, a Pro Tools, a Logic? Like, give us give us some cheat codes. Sure, man. Sure. Basically, I'm still using Cubase. Mm-hmm. Um, I stuck with that software. It's it's really familiar to all the Pro Tools and uh, I don't know what all the software names are exactly, but I know a lot of those. If you can use one, you can kind of use the other ones. Um, so I have produced with Pro Tools, Pro Tools as well. But one of the main things I'm using now is the I got a Roland Phantom. So it's really nice because you can use that device to make riffs or whatever when I'm doing a remix or even starting something new. And then I just go ahead and record that bad boy through Cubase and, and tweak out whatever I need to do, you know. Man, that's awesome. What was the name of that instrument? Uh, it's called the Roland Phantom. Roland Phantom. And you, you said it kind of like modulates the sounds or like? Well, Roland uh, is, a, is a brand of synthesizer, you know, from back in the 80s. One of the biggest ones that they had the most popular was the Roland Juno 106. You know, that the Van Halen voice jump was used. That was mm-hmm. one, of the, you know, one of the more popular sounds. Mm-hmm. So R- Roland has been a player in the keyboard industry for, for years. And this is a workstation, so it actually has all the technology that you can use, you know, as in Cubase, you can do it all on board. It has a 16-track channel sequencer built into it two major uh, master effects outputs uh, in it. You can write every track. You can put effects on every track, do panning. It has EQing. So essentially, it's it's made for, you know, in a studio or really on the go. And, and the track, it's all quite shocking. That this, this is the synthesizer that I use to do that track. Um, I produced it on the, on the keyboard. Then I recorded it and mastered it in Cubase. Wow. Um, yeah, so it's all it's all it'll come straight out of the Phantom. I actually released another. I have a pseudonym called Robert Charles III that I, I produced a project called RC3. Um, and the same deal, you know, everything was done right from the synth, and then it's recorded right into the right into Cubase and tweaked out and mastered. You know. Wow, that is. Awesome. It's pretty badass. Actually. Yeah, that, pretty cool that is <laughs> that is awesome. Probably makes your workflow a lot easier. It does, and it's really cool because creatively, you know, back in the day, things would, you know, you try to do stuff, it would kind of change or rearrange, and it was a lot more clunky. Now, you do still get glitches and that kind of thing. Uh, you know, everything's not a perfect situation, but really as far as for getting into a workflow of creativity and production, you know, today's products are, are where it's at. You know, it's really, it can be very fast, you know? Yeah. Actually. It's pretty, it's pretty unmatched. And I, I want to touch on what you said about Cubase. Yeah, I agree with what you said. Uh, we kind of call it like, we call all the dolls, we call them kitchens. And it's like, dude, if you know how to make spaghetti, you, you know how to make spaghetti. You can make it in Logic, you can make it in Cubase, you can make it in FL, yep. you can make it in Pro Tools. So thank you for touching on that. 
Yeah, well said, man. Yeah. Awesome, man. Well, you're you're from a small town outside of Pittsburgh, you said. Yes. What What's the music scene like out there? So, you know, basically, I always was kind of a more behind-the-scenes person. I actually, when I graduated from high school back in the late 80s, I, I was in the military for a few years. I'm a third-generation military person. And then I actually moved to, I moved to Harrisburg and lived out there um, for 30 years. You know, I basically just came back here to Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and right now, it's I found there's, there's a club downtown called Tiki Lounge, and there's a... Every Tuesday, they have a uh, an event called Two Step Tuesdays, where it's UK and house garage like European dance stuff. So it's actually really cool. Now it's kind of you know kind of weird right now with this whole COVID thing and people you know a little bit funny about going outside or those kind of things. But um, it's pretty cool, you know. Uh, and again, I'm going from behind the scenes. So mainly, what my role was most of this time doing production was getting doing products and just releasing them i never really i never really went to be more of a performer or a you know up on a stage person mm-hmm. and that's kind of where that's kind of where i'm at now i'm kind of trying to make my move to you know doing more live things i kind of took my productions and working them into more of a dj set and i'm actually had my first uh, live thing on uh, january 4th at the tiki lounge at 10 p.m in pittsburgh so i'm really excited about that to have a venue to actually you know do all my own original stuff so i'm really excited about that man that's so exciting this is going to be your first one yeah yeah Yeah. literally my first one so congratulations man what what was like the what was the moment where you were like you know what i'm not being behind the scenes no more i'm gonna go live you know so you know right now i think we have we have a society where people are holding themselves to you know, jobs that maybe they don't want to be in. You know, I watch a lot of Jordan Peterson, a lot of different awakening things. And you know, I say like 80% of the people are not really happy in their own, you know, in their own jobs. And, mm-hmm. and basically where I'm at in my life now, I don't really have a lot of responsibilities. So initially I was trying to get into engineering with building automation. You know, basically most of my life after the military I did, uh, my job was called building automation, which basically that's putting controllers on heating and cooling equipment on large facilities and that kind of thing anyway um so i was going to get into engineering with that and i thought you know why am i doing that when you know i can just take a risk and try to get myself out there and you know i'd I'd much rather i'd much rather take a risk with myself now because music is where where my heart is you know it's, it's what i feel it and i think right now it's really important for people to take a risk and, and, and do what's in your heart. You know, you got to do what feels right. Try to be try to be as authentic as you can with your life. You know what I mean? And that, that's kind of where I'm at. 100%. I'm really happy for you that you did that, man, because I, I truly believe it all is always going to lead you back to that anyway. So, you know, you might have been like 90 and be like, all right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go do some live shows now. You know what I mean? It's exactly. Like, right. <laughs> you're always being guided towards what you're actually supposed to be doing. And I'm happy that you listen to that because your music's amazing, man. Thank you, man. Thanks. Yeah. Really appreciate that. For Thanks. sure, man. For sure. This, this, is, this has been really pleasant. And um, like I said, I, so I love electronic music as well. I'm one of the only people at the studio who like, just like loves electronic music. So when I heard yours, typically we have a lot of like beginner artists, but yours, I was like, dude, this is fire. Like This is like actually fire. So thank you for putting it out, bro. 
Well, thanks, dude. I appreciate that. You know, I, I took, you know, I was in band, like I said, uh, growing up, and I also took theory and harmony. I was in choir, and I really like, I like making a sound that you can feel, a song that you can feel, and also has a symphonic type of arrangement, you know what I mean? Because I feel it's very uplifting, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's that's what I love to do, man. I love it. I love this shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's awesome, man. That's awesome, man. Well, I could sit here and talk about this with you all freaking day. We're already at about uh, 12 minutes. Typically, we cut at 10, but I do want to ask you a final question before we go our separate ways, and that is, man, you got a lot of confidence. Um, you've been through a lot, and and you've already had like a lot of realizations and it sounds like you're on your path. What would you say to an artist who maybe is still working that uh, construction job or something just to pay the bills just for, you know, one more year or whatever? What, like, what would you say to them in order to help them feel more confident in themselves? You know what? It's always, there's always one more year. There's always one more thing. You know what? Just go for it. Because if you wait one more year, I think what could happen in those 12 months. You know what I mean? Yeah jettison yourself forward you got to believe in yourself there's always going to be somebody that says well you know what if you lose money and then you can't and what if you can't there's always a what ifs but what if it's a good what if it's a good thing what if it's a pinnacle of success for you 100 percent, 100 percent, man but my, my, my cousin used to always tell me like what if it works out better than you could ever imagine Right. And it's much more exciting, too. Than if you hold yourself in... I'm not trying to knock corporate lifestyles. Hey, you can make a great way of life, and that's great. But, you know, I, I just can't... I can't hold myself to that right now. You know, I can't. 100%, man. Well, we're proud of you for getting up out of there. I want to thank you so much for being with us. Uh, my final question for you is, where can our listeners get in touch with you? Like, where, if they reach out, where will you reach back out to them within, like, a couple hours? Oh, well, I appreciate that. If you go to my website... 1333productions.com www.1333productions.com go down to the bottom you can email me there and uh, I'll reach back out you can check out my whole arsenal of music and, and dance around and have fun awesome make sure you guys check that out that's 1333productions.com yes sir All that's right. it make sure you guys check that out Charles Burkhouse thank you so much for being with us you have inspired us all my friend thank you Zach appreciate it man absolutely we'll talk to you soon brother Thank you. Yes, sir. Bye-bye.